0: financial literacy and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Raim. Good morning, I'm Jess Tyler. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Raim. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. How are you? I am doing all right. I guess I'm doing better than the stock market,
1: right? Well, I mean, is there any way we're not talking about a bear market today? I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah, for sure. So I think we do want to talk about this because you know, already the phone is ringing and people are frightened and what are they going to do? And I know that I have sounded like chicken little for a long time probably to people saying, move some money into safety. Please move some money into safety. Maybe you think about, oh, I don't know, moving money into safety.
0: Well, I've read a ton of articles about this, but just for everybody that might not know, can you explain what a bear market is? Is a bear market good or bad? I'm assuming bad.
1: Well, now that depends, doesn't it, on what you're looking for. So... People will make money in either a bull market or a bear market, depending on what side they are trading, if you're a trader. Okay. But in general, a bear market or a bull market is about a 20% move. Now, there's no specific definition, but general acceptance is a 20% move. And we've just dropped, as of the 13th, as of Monday, we dropped 22% from where we were in January. Now, you can see already why there's no specific Definition because it doesn't say a uh, 20% move within four months. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But, but it takes time. Now, the reason I think it's more difficult to really define this is that opinion enters into it to some extent. When it gets to the point where we really have, you know, all the, all the people in the NOAA watching that 20% mark, nobody's saying a lot about it. And when we really breach that and we get a 22% loss, coupled with the threat of possible rate increase from the Fed, maybe even three quarters of a point, you know, that's when people start to say, okay, we're really in this bear market. But I will tell you that back in March, I was reading articles that were talking as if we were already in a bear market. So it's really kind of interesting. So that 20% move. Now, when we get a 20% move back from the bottom, people will say we're in a bull market again. Mm -hmm. For people who are really concerned, and we'll talk a little bit about how many bear markets there have been and how long they last and what we should do about it, but I also want to really focus on people who are taking their required minimum distributions, people who are forced to take their RMDs out of their IRAs, or I'm sorry, I'm talking in alphabet soup, (laughs) but RMDs out of your IRAs, okay, (laughs) Uh, and your 401Ks, for that matter. Um, But, you know, you're forced to take those by law. It used to be at age 70 and a half. It's now at age 72. The House has passed some legislation, which we think the Senate might pass later this year, that might raise that age to as high as 75 gradually, and it may start in 2023 or later, the reason that's on the table is because when you force people to take the requirement, required minimum distributions at a specific age, such as 70 and a half or 72, mm-hmm. and they don't take them before, you know, they, they say, okay, now I have to take these. for so people who are forced to take them right now, they're going to liquidate what they've got if they're in stocks or bonds. They're going to liquidate some of that to take their required minimum distribution when it may have just lost 22%. Ending up with a lot less money. Yes, and less money in the market to rebound when the market shifts back to a bull market. Mm. So markets are cyclical. Let's not freak out about the bear market. We should pay attention to diversification. We should have been diversified. We should have already had, in my opinion, some money in safety. But if not, you might want to think about where you're at In your financial plan, are you young and have plenty of time for this to rebound and you're just going to hang out there and wait, or maybe you'd still want to move to some safety and and re-enter the market when you're feeling better about it? Are you already at retirement and you're saying, wait a minute, I just watched my 401k go down over the last few months by, you know, 15, 20%. I can't afford to keep having it go down while prices, cost of living is going up. I'm getting less money coming in, and I'm st- sending more money going out. This is th- what keeps people up at night. Are there um, any
0: indications or indicators on how long a bear market will last, or it's just anyone's guess?
1: So, what an interesting question. So, on average, bear markets lasted 431 days when I went through the stats. Oof. But bull markets lasted, on average, 1, 1,955 days. So... You know, there have been, I think, 10 bear markets since 1950, maybe 11 bear markets since 1950 until this one. Mm -hmm. And most of them have lasted, you know, a year, two years. So we've just come out of what makes this so difficult, I think, for people to accept and say, well, it's a bear market. You know, I'm going to live with it for a year, year and a half, two years. I'm going to find some buying opportunities while the market's down. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll live with that, I'll move some more money to safety, or I'll, I'll tighten my belt on expenses, or, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get another job, I'll make it through. What's making it so hard for people is they haven't experienced it in quite some time. And we're just coming out of the
0: pandemic, too, where everyone kind of had to tighten up to begin with.
1: Yeah, well, that's part of the problem, believe it or not. I think for people emotionally, not that we've had a lot of time to, to for most people who haven't been watching this, you know, all of a sudden it's big news, mm-hmm. like it instantly. I had somebody call me and tell me the housing market crashed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going that somewhere, you know? Yeah. So it didn't crash yesterday. These things are moving all the time in flux. So this bear market that we had when the pandemic hit, so in 2020 when the, bear, when the pandemic hit, you know, we entered a bear market temporarily, but we were back in six months. Mm-hmm. And so That's what most people who have been investing for the last 15 years remember most. It's the most recent, and it was like a blip on the screen. The sky was falling. The sky was falling. What's happening to the market? Six months later, here's a bull market again. We've just gotten out of the the longest bull market we've had, which was 11 years Mm -hmm. in history. The longest bull market in history. So, you know, here we are saying it's a bear market, and many investors out there, have not experienced a bear market, and it, and it sounds very scary. What, what are we going to do in this bear market? How are we going to get our money out, and where are we going to move it? And the first thing I would say, you know what I'm going to say. A, don't panic. B, take a hard look at your portfolio and start thinking about, do you have the kind of diversification you want? People say, well, should I move to bonds? I can't tell you that. You know, you need to talk to your advisor. And I mean, I could tell you if you were working with us, but right. talk And find out, but but bonds have not been all that exciting lately either. So there has to be places you can go to for safety where you can get a decent rate of return, a decent earnings on it, especially in a time like this when we have expenses climbing, and that that's the real conundrum. Yeah, we've got record inflation, forty-year high inflation. Mm -hmm. Forty years, we haven't seen inflation like this. We've got possible Fed intervention trying to cool that we've got a war in Ukraine uh we've got global unrest we got a pile of stuff going on right now Jess and it has finally brought us to the place of a bear market mm-hmm. so how long will it last the answer is we don't know um I read something this morning that somebody said this feels like it, it was an advisor this feels like it's going to last longer right yeah oh no 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 we don't- We don't care if it feels like it's going to last longer to you. We care about what the numbers look like and what will happen. So we can talk a lot about preparing for this. But, uh, you know, I just want to remind people, this happens over and over and over again. A bear market is not 1929. It's Mm -hmm. not that could it be there eventually? Of course, it could go through recession into depression eventually. Do we think it will? It's not likely right now. (laughs) <laughs> so I might be on the air six months from now saying, hey, it's likely. But right now, you know, it's not likely. But if you, if you look at past bear markets, I mean, 1956 to 57, right, August to October, and it's about a year. Mm-hmm. December 61 to June of 62. February 66 to October 66. All right? I, I can keep going, but they're all like this. Most of them are like this. But remember, it's big news. So if you're going to listen to the news, you're going to hear this. Everybody's going to talk about this bear market. What are you going to do in a bear market? Mm-hmm. I will tell you, our phones have been ringing here already, and I have other advisors who have called me and said, you know, we're getting a bunch of phone calls about this. <laughs> you know, what, what are we going to do with this? And most of it is about people trying, people who are struggling with what their retirement spending expectations were and who suddenly see their nest egg reducing. Dwindling so I now. Mean, yeah, yeah dwindling. Is it?
0: Is it smart, um, or do you have a recommendation as far as making major purchases during a bear market? Like, should people not be looking at buying a house now or looking at doing a bigger purchase because it is a bear market, or does that not matter?
1: Mm -hmm. It always matters, but it matters on a very personal level. Okay. I tend to disagree with the advisors who come on television and just give this broad, you know, now's the time to buy, now's the time to sell. Mm -hmm. I, I really dislike... Um, that kind of advice. I understand why they do it. I understand that it's a product. But, you know, I work with people one-on-one, personal coaching. And I will tell you that one person, one client might be in a position where now is the best time for them to buy, while another client is not. It it has so much to do just with how much cash do you have on hand? How close are you to retirement? Do you have other opportunities? okay, Can you on this. I mean, there's so many things that enter. But in general, what you're going to hear are things that people say, oh, you know, now the, now the interest rates have risen. Buying a house is going to be more difficult. The prices of houses will have to come down to meet that because people only have so many dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're selling a house right now, that might concern you. You might say, boy, you know, I've been hoping to sell in this market, and this interest rate hike the Fed are doing mm-hmm. is... Uh, you know, it's costing me money. Um, If you're buying a house, you might be on the other side of that fence saying, well, you know, this is the beginning of maybe, maybe what Francis has been saying about, you know, if you can wait just a little while, prices will change because markets are cyclical. And you might start thinking about, okay, how am I going to protect my assets in this bear market? Mm -hmm. Maybe move into something when you do find a buying opportunity. And that could be a buying opportunity in stock, it could be in a house, it could be in a car, it could be any kind of buying opportunity. But there's a saying in finance, and it's called cash is king. It doesn't necessarily have to be in literally in cash. If you're going to ride out a bear market, I think it's good to be nimble and know that you can take opportunity when you find it. You know, bull markets are, are crazy. I mean, in general, bull markets have advanced 172% when we have them. Okay. But bear markets have only declined by 34.2% on average.
0: So we're still ahead of the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's not freak out about it completely, especially if you're, again, if you're young, if you're just riding this market, you're, you know, you're in there, you've got time to recoup losses, all of that. You might not be concerned much about this bear market, and you might be looking for some buying opportunities soon.
0: Okay, Um, we will talk more about the bear market coming up. But first, I want to give out your phone number. I have a feeling uh, you're going to be getting a lot of calls this week. Where can everyone reach you?
1: Thank you, Jessica.
0: 413-773-3333. Or as always, visit HugYourMoney.com. Much more on the bear market coming up with part two of financial fitness with the money doctor, Dr. Francis Ram. That's next right here on WHMP.